What's poppin' icons? And welcome back to Stay Regal Radio. This is episode 29, and I am your host, Regal the Divine. Ooh, that was just off the dome. I like it a little bit, but it's Regal Cartier, and I'm not here to play. It is Friday. It is the last Friday of the month, and I am so excited to be here with you guys. I have completed another month of challenging myself to do something and to show up for myself and for others, and I am so happy to have made it to this episode. Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. Icons, if you are new or returning, I just want to thank you for your presence, thank you for your energy, and thank you for your support. So let's get into it. Icons, I had a moment of self-doubt last night. I was going to say weakness, but I won't call it weakness. It was a learning moment. But I found myself in the midst of a conversation, right, saying, I don't want to do too much. I wasn't showing up. I wasn't saying what I wanted to say or what I felt like needed to be said because the past was holding on to me. The moments where I felt like I was doing too much in a situation or I was speaking too much too soon. And then I realized like, bitch, how dare you Um, do too much? If you feel like what you need to say isn't going to be received, then you need to know that right now. And honestly, I wasn't even doing too much, but because I had done just enough for the wrong people in this new situation, it was making me feel old feelings, but all triggers are not bad. That trigger, that feeling was to show me this is not like, um, it wasn't painting them in the same picture as my past, right? But it was like, hey, this is your opportunity to be who you say you are. This is your opportunity to show up in the ways that you wanna show up. What the fuck is doing too much? Especially for somebody named Regal Cartier. Girl, if you don't do what you know you need to do, speak your truth, set the boundaries, ask the questions that you feel like you need to ask, say what's on your mind, be in your element. And I did. And y'all know what happened? Do y'all know what happened? <laughs> that individual asked me, why would you feel like that was doing too much? I don't think that's too much at all. You're just expressing yourself. And I love the way you show up. I think you do just the fuck enough. Melted. Okay? Melted. It do too much. Because Give yourself the opportunity to be who you are and let the right motherfuckers gravitate to you. And it was just another instance of me understanding and knowing that I'm in the right space at the right time where the communication can flow, I can grow and I can operate in the element of being my highest self. And it was just a beautiful moment. And I wanted to share that with you all. I know it's the you know start of the Gregorian calendar the new year, it's a new happy 2024, right? A new year, um, not the official uh, new year, which kicks off in the spring. If you know, you know, if not, it's cool. But anyway, I said all that to say, a lot of us have goals, right? Um, different mindsets that we wanna take into this new year. And it's been four weeks now. So has it slipped a little bit? 
Do you need a reset? Or not even a reset, but a soft reminder, a, a slight kick in the ass, if you will, to say, hey, remember, we're not doing that anymore. We're not operating in that way anymore. And it was just for me like, hey, it is 2024. This is my year to show up and to show out. So I do not ever want to hear myself say from this point forward, I'm doing too much. And not even just for this year, for the rest of my life. If it's in alignment with who I am, being authentic, speaking my mind, walking in my truth, it's not doing too much. And anybody or anything situation that can't handle that is not for me. And I'm not supposed to be in that area, in that situation, in that relationship, whatever it is, friendship, any at that job, whatever it is, that's not for me. And I much rather know now than wait until it's too, never too late. I can't say that. It's too, never too late. But until things are just on a deeper level and then I'll not know. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to come here and remind us of that little tidbit first. It's okay to get this reminder and walk in something totally not even totally new, but in who you are tomorrow. So this morning I got up and I make it a point every morning after I say my prayers to hold myself, kiss on myself and remind myself that I'm beautiful, that I'm capable, that I love myself, that I'm never giving up on myself anymore and that I got me. No matter who's around, I got me. And I started doing that because I really want to... I know the, like the buzzword right now is romanticized, but I'm treating myself as I would treat a lover in some regard. Well, in most regards, but anyway, <laughs> as I would a lover. And when I'm in a relationship and like if we, we, you know, wake up together, like I'm pulling them in close, I'm rubbing on them, I'm kissing on them, letting them know like, hey, like, mm, I woke up this morning next to you. I'm grateful to be by you. I want you to know that I, I appreciate your presence. I'm loving on your present. And even if it doesn't always lead to sex, for me, I think that's an important part of intimacy. And so why should I rob myself of that? Physical touch is one of my love languages and I'm not for the streets and I'm not, I don't have a person right now. So I am my motherfucking person. So I'm intentional about rubbing on myself loving on myself in that way because I'm not waiting for people to give me the love that I require and I deserve anymore. And baby, I mean, have you ever hugged me? I am so fucking buttery, silky, smooth, and soft. I feel good. I love rubbing on myself just from a sensory standpoint. Mm, if you ever get the pleasure, you're welcome. <laughs> so I just wanted to remind you if maybe time for a reminder and it's okay don't let one slip up make you feel like you are unworthy of the life that you want to live, right? Let's move on, shall we? Man, I was going over the episode that I had intended to do for this week's episode, right? And it was going to be talking about kind of my relationship with black men and the whole slew of things that come with that. And so I'm, re I'm going through my Google Docs and I cannot find the episode. So I'm like searching, like, I know it's here. I know I completed this whole episode. I have everything written out. And I forgot that I actually did it on my MacBook, which is in pages. So when I search black men, 
something else came up and it was a document that I had last worked on July 3rd of 2018. And it was about Queens Club. Now, if you've been rocking with the podcast since the day one, that was the name of the podcast, Queens Club. And even before the podcast, I had Queens Club and I had sessions and we would talk about our trauma and how we would work on our self-care and things of that nature. And if y'all already know, like that's been the main goal. That's always what it is. And if you had the opportunity to attend the first Fuck It workshop, you already know the vibes. So this is something that has been growing inside of me that I've been cultivating and that I've been going through my own journey so that I can really create these spaces out in the world. But what was really dope to me is that this came back to me and I can't even say came back to me because it's been with me. If you got Google Docs, you already know your shit don't delete. You have your documents, it's just there. But are you going back to the dreams and the manifestations and the things that you want to see come into fruition in this world and seeing it in totality and like, oh, this is where it needs a little tweak. Oh, I've been doing that. Oh, that's cool. I forgot about that. And I'm already doing the work. And that's really kind of what this solidified to me. The first time I saw it just recently this week and I was going through it and I'm like, damn, I had the plan here the whole time. And you know, sometimes you can get so foggy and feel like you're lacking the clarity on your mission and what your purpose is and why you wanna do something. And so after I had that little first like, damn, Regal, it was right here the whole time, I had another perspective. And as I was reading through it, I'm like, damn, but this is what I've been doing. Anybody that has come into contact with me since 2018, any woman I've had the opportunity of pouring into, it has been about her loving herself better, um, uplifting herself, being a better friend to her, and really trying to share my story to help, you know, guide, um, be relatable, to let people know they're not alone. And so I'm going to read it to y'all. And just, I'm going to just read it to y'all. So the vision. And I just think it's so cold that I had it all laid out. Like, y'all, anyway, the vision. To create a community of empowerment where black queens can come together to receive knowledge and support for self-care and self-love. Thus, allowing us women to take back our crowns and queendoms to affect change in our homes and community. I thought that was powerful because while more than black women listen to my podcast, right, or have been inspired or influenced by my words and my light and my mission, it was for the women that looked like me. And I know in the last couple of years, I've kind of teetered back and forth because some of my people that I feel super connected to on a deep level, some of the women that I love wholeheartedly are not just black women and they have taught me so much about how I am and how I show up in this world. And I, I feel like I've taught them as well, you know? But I kind of teeter back and forth with, should my brand just be specifically for black women? And having this vision, that's always been my vision, is to see black women come together to support specifically, and I'm gonna I'm a just go in order because I can get on my tangent, but, I go back and forth when I already knew what it was. 
and I allow myself to be swayed by different things, but it's not to block anybody out. If you're going to catch it, you're going to catch the vibe and the message regardless of your skin color. But this space that I'm creating is for black women, you know, but it's not to say that women of other different races and, you know, creed, class, any of that can't get something from this and really help change their lives as well. So main talking points, it was always about change. Change that is not only visible, right, on social media, but apparent in everything that we do in our lives. Changes that our babies can see and imitate, that they can ask questions about, right? They can get into the nitty gritty. Changes that they won't fear and we won't fear because we remain consistent and display to their benefit a playbook, if you will, on what to do no matter the circumstances. Now, when I got to this point, y'all, got a little uh, tight in my chest because I'm no longer a parent. That part of my life has changed in the last couple of months, and it's been a difficult transition, and I'm easing into this new chapter of my life, right? And at times I can feel like I failed and that I didn't do the right thing and that I wasn't showing her the right things. But I pray and I hope that what she got from her time with me is to choose herself, to love herself and to do the work. And when I think back to when I first got my baby, to when that dynamic ended, I think about the changes that I went through and how hard I went for not being the same. Mm. God, I don't wanna get choked up. And I just pray that one day she'll be able to look back and be like, she did show me how to be a better woman or a better individual than I was yesterday. Through sacrifice, through honesty, through transparency, through being vulnerable, through changing the way that I spoke to her, how I, I disciplined her, and to allow myself to know that change doesn't always show up the way that we think it should. And we cannot control the change in our lives because change is an illusion, right? And so even though she's not physically with me, I hope that she can energetically still feel me, feel my prayer, feel my love, and understand that what I have displayed for her is a playbook on how to not let your trauma control you and let you know that you do have the power to change your life. So purpose, the purpose is to take charge of my life and put self-love into action support encourage and push myself to achieve my goals and make my wildest dreams a reality that change initiated in self brings forth change in our communities and brings it all to fruition walking in my purpose will hopefully inspire other black women to do the same the last couple of years I felt like I wasn't walking in my purpose and I always feel like if I'm 
if I'm not doing one specific thing, that I could be far away from it. But every day, your best looks different. And that's something that I'm learning to accept. Even if I wasn't getting on the podcast and things like that, but I'm having conversation with somebody that can uplift them and I'm pouring into them. Or if I'm taking the day to pour into myself, right? To write out in my journal or write affirmations. That is me working on the change. Or if I'm doing my shadow work, that is me going back to my trauma to change the trajectory of my future. That's being purposeful and allowing myself the grace and the knowing and the understanding to see that Every day does not have to look the same for you to be walking in your purpose, to be living out your purpose. Now, how I wanted to make this happen. Queen's Club will host and create a wide variety of parties, events, fundraisers, workshops that will teach and allow us to grow in our strengths while learning from our weaknesses. When we learn to love the queen we are, we're growing into unconditionally without apology, we can learn how to love everyone else a little bit better. And it just reminds me back in 2020, I think it came to me, you know, we were going through a lot of different things in the community. Y'all already know what we were going through, right? But I had a quote and it says, when we learn to love what looks like us, or when we learn to love ourselves, we can then learn to love what looks like us. When you learn to maybe love somebody that has similar trauma, to as you do, you know, you can see them and not judge them so harshly because you know where it's coming from. You can see some of yourself in them and not project the hatred that you have for yourself or the reason that you show up in that way onto them. And you can say, you know what? I get it. I understand. And show them compassion because you're showing yourself that compassion, right? So I just feel like as black women, it's so important for us to stand up especially in this moment in time, which we have seen a lot of that happening, right? But also to band together and to protect ourselves because a lot of the time, especially right now, there's such a divide between black men and black women. And I feel like it's changing. I personally definitely feel like there's a divide. I, and that's what I was gonna talk about on this episode, have never really felt seen, heard, and protected by black men. There are a few, you know, little specks in my life where a black man has shown up but that has not normally been the story or the scope of my story in my life and I know that it comes from me well my childhood abandonment but also I have it in my mind that black men won't show up that they won't protect me because of my life experiences so I've manifested a lot of that into my life right But again, I feel like a lot of the time as women, we've been divided because when we look at each other, uh, we've been conditioned to have that self-hatred and we hate what looks like us. Or for the longest time, it kind of feels like there had to be a monolith within the black community. And to be a strong black woman, you had to have X, Y, and Z. You know, you never let anybody see you sweat. You never let people see you hurting or cry and all different types of things. So when you see a black woman expressing her womanhood different than you would or expressing emotions different from than what you would, there is a mm, look at her. She over there acting this and she doing this. But it's like, sis, how would you show up if you had the life that she had? (laughs) You know, how would you show up if you had to live or walk a mile in her shoes? And I think a lot of time that is something that We don't talk about it enough. 
Look how you're showing up with the life that you've had. You don't want nobody judging you for that. So that's why I think it's really important for us to really come together and have these empowerment groups and these communities where we can thrive with one another and heal with one another and lovingly hold each other accountable. So doing that means that you have to love yourself. You have to look at your mess, whatever it is, it's a beautiful mess. Look at it, take it for what it is, learn how you got there, but just don't stay in it. Sometimes it's a deep, dark, depressing hole. There's so much exhaustion that comes with being a black woman. There's hopelessness. There's helplessness. And quite frankly, a lot of us is fed the fuck up and we are 2.5 seconds from nothing to fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when we learn to give ourselves grace, when we learn that we don't have to show up the way we were conditioned to show up. We can take that mask off. We can begin to love ourselves in our mess because even in that moment, we are worthy. We deserve love. We deserve peace. We deserve rest. That's when we can start doing it. And after that healing or that time of rest and, you know, going through the healing journey, doing the shadow work, learning to love yourself, we can become women of action. We can start realizing like, oh yeah, it's time to change this future. We can accept that sometimes we got to cry. Sometimes we got to laugh through it. Sometimes we got to scream. There's going to be moments of wanting to give up. There's going to be moments of pain and agony and being alone. There's going to be moments of feeling unworthy. But through all of that, we will grow. And in that growth, we will understand that we are planted because we are made to blossom. We are made to blossom and to grow and to bloom to queens, virtuous women, goddesses. That's what we were created to be. We were created to walk into our power. And our own personal power comes from understanding that everybody is different. And that really doing you is the secret sauce, sis. I don't need you to be like me. This world don't need you to be like me. It needs you to be like you. And however you were created to show up in those quirky, weird parts of yourself that you're afraid to express and show, those are the parts that we need the most. And so to implement and to start, this is what this podcast was for, right? But I see that it is now time for me to, yes, continue the podcast, be consistent with the podcast. We got month one under the books. We got it down and I'm proud of myself for that. But we got a long road ahead of us. It's time for these in-person classes to start. It's time for the online classes to start. If you got to be a part of my uh, Fuck It workshop in 2022, I thank you because that was the start of something beautiful. And it's showing me that it's necessary, it's needed, and I just got to push through. It's time to share my story, be transparent. And I hope that me being on this journey with you all will ignite the change, not only in my life, but in everybody who comes across this podcast as well, because it's necessary, it's needed, and your story is necessary and it's needed as well. Maybe yours don't come through in a podcast. Maybe yours comes through in a book. Maybe it comes through in a screenplay. Maybe it comes through as a talk show. Maybe it comes through, man, so many different ways, right? So many different ways that we can all step into our purpose. Um, and shout out to the Queen Poe. 
If you don't know her, please tap in on YouTube. Also, you can join the wellness community, um, Patreon backslash the Queen Poe dope community. And she talks about purpose in there. And she says she feels like everybody's purpose in this world is to heal. But finding how you heal, your method of healing, that is what you're on this journey to do. And I can only feel like God gave me this big ass mouth for a reason. <laughs> God gave this love of words for a reason. And so I feel like my purpose is to really speak life into people, um, to write and to be vigilant with the words. Because God has shown me that when I speak, people listen. So make sure that you're saying some shit that is worth listening to. And however you choose to show up on your purpose and the ways that you heal the world, I just hope it's something that is worth everybody listening to, following you for. And I, for one, am excited to see it. Can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to be able to support. And so... That's what I really wanted to tap in today. Just understanding that sometimes you already got the blueprint for what you want to do. You may be a little fearful. You may feel like you're not ready to take the change or take the chance to make the change or take action on it, but it's already within you. And when you're ready, it will reappear back to you and say, okay, boom, it's go time. So, Y'all keep your ear to the motherfucking streets because Regal Me Baby TV got some treats. Okay, so if y'all like today's episode, please tap in with your girl. We got the IG, which is always popping. Daily content for the most part. Regal Me Baby TV, all one word. Tap in to our YouTube channel, Regal Me Baby TV, all one word. And if you like a little unhinged version of me, you can check out my TikTok if you'd like. Don't be expecting all the motivational stuff over there. That's where I go to be unhinged and reckless at times, okay? But that's just regal me, baby. <laughs> so tap in. And if you would like to support the podcast, please become a listener. You can be a supporter and give a monthly uh, donation to the podcast so that I can keep building and growing, get new microphones, pay for studio time and things like that. Hopefully pray, uh, pay for an editor because your girl need an editor. So and even if you are listening to the podcast and you feel like, damn, I have a skill that can help this podcast that I believe in become better, please tap in with your girl. I am ready for action. I am ready for change and I am ready for a community. And if you have anything going on with your, you're feeling like, damn, I would like to hear her speak at my event, my workshop or whatever it is, please tap in with your girl. Y'all can tap in um, Gmail, stayregalradio at gmail.com. Again, that is stayregalradio at gmail.com, all spelled out. Icons, I love y'all for real. And I want y'all to remember to stay true, do you, and what? Fuck self-doubt. All right, y'all, peace and blessings. Peace.